Welcome to this, the pilot episode of The Process Podcast. My name is Andrew Bessie, and I will be your host as we begin this journey. I'm excited about this. I'm looking forward to God using this as an opportunity to to reach more people uh, with with just His Word, with good news, and 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 using this to encourage you guys in your walks. Uh, hopefully, every week. That's the goal, right? Uh, these things are not supposed to be perfect. This is not me trying to be the expert and sharing with you everything that I've mastered. Rather, my goal with this podcast is simply to sit with you, wrestle with you, talk about what faithfulness looks like daily. Uh, this is a a very practical, real thing that we struggle with as Christians every day. How does faithfulness look in my life? And as I was praying about this and dreaming of the opportunity to do some sort of podcast like this and have people on and have conversations that I might have with my friends usually except in a more public forum I just kept being reminded of this time that we entered into quarantine uh, during this past year where we kind of had this gap as a church uh, where where we had things that we weren't prepared for or weren't sure about and and my prayer has been that that hopefully next time around we're better prepared, that we we have a better idea of maybe what it looks like to be faithful uh, in boring, mundane things like I'm stuck at my house and I don't know what else to do. I can't clean the house for the 15th time. What what should I do today? And so hopefully we'll be able to have conversations like that, looking at practically what does faithfulness look like in your day today. That's the topic of today's episode, but two minutes in, if you're still listening, let me give you a little bit of introduction to myself. My name is Andrew Bessie. Most people call me AJ. Uh, some of the children here at my church call me Apple Juice. I'm an assistant pastor at Village Bible Church in Garden Grove in my eighth year of working at this church. Uh, just con- consistently humbled at how God uses people like me to accomplish his work. Uh, just watching him use ordinary, normal people who consistently stumble and sin and fall and don't do or say the right things, yet God is consistently faithful, and that's been a huge blessing for me to be part of. I graduated from homeschool for high school, was homeschooled from basically kindergarten all the way through 12th grade. Uh, wonderful time. I, I think that homeschooling is such a a helpful, impactful thing, and we can talk about that as this podcast progresses especially as I'm sure so many more people now are homeschooling than maybe have ever homeschooled in the history of the world. Maybe that's a bit of an overstatement, but at least in recent history, more people are homeschooling now than seems like have for a while, or at least distance learning or some resemblance of that. Um, Would love to talk about that. Hopefully have more people on we can have discussions with about that topic, but homeschooled from kindergarten through 12th grade. Uh, In high school, I went to uh, a co-op, basically, which is where we went to classes twice a week. That was taught by um, several different instructors who were more more of experts in their field than my mother was at the time. Uh, Yeah, I, uh, great experience. I think that it's very taxing on parents and this isn't the time to talk about homeschooling, but we'll get there eventually. Um, 
went to college, got an AA at community college. And uh, in 2014, I graduated with my bachelor's from Biola University, bachelor's in biblical studies and theology. And in 2018, I graduated with my MDiv from Talbot School of Theology. So uh, you can tell I, I pretty much just stayed local uh, for basically my whole life. I was I was driving a youth student home the other day, and I was like, you know, I, I'm realizing now I've spent most of my life in this two-mile radius, just moved once and didn't move that far, just moved a couple miles. Uh, and in so many ways, that has been a huge blessing that God has allowed me to to consistently live my life in these circles. Uh, I'm the assistant pastor at Village Bible Church. I mentioned earlier what that means. Uh, we're a church of about 180 to 200. So do the math. We wear a lot of hats as a staff. Uh, I oversee the children's ministry from preschool through sixth grade. I am the active high school pastor, meaning that I am, I am the one leading the high school group. Uh, we have about 20 to 30 students. I think we ran the numbers at like 35 if all of them show up. Uh, so many different weird, awkward, funny students. Uh, a huge blessing for me in that recently is just watching them stumble forward, watching them struggle with their walks and grow and learn to be more like Christ and recognize on their own the sins that they need to give up the things in their life that they need to let go in order to pursue God more fully. I consistently tell high schoolers that what I admire most in people and what tells me most that people are walking with the Lord is when they themselves will come up to you and confess sin, unprovoked, not because they were caught, but because they are overwhelmed and burdened by the fact that they are offending Jesus, that they are hurting their relationship with the Lord because they have unconfessed sin in their life. And those conversations are hard and beautiful and uh, so refreshing to be a part of. Uh, dreams for this podcast, I, I mentioned briefly at the beginning, but I, I hope to have more people on and more conversations uh, as time progresses. My, my hope is to have a guest every week. There will probably be more weeks like this, though, where it's just me and a microphone in my office rambling and ranting about random topics. Uh, today I did just want to give that brief overview of faithfulness and what faithfulness looks like. I do hope to delve into scripture every week and share with you a little bit of where a certain topic is coming from. Uh, this year in our high school group, in our youth group, I've been uh, led by the Lord to, to address being rooted in God's word to having the foundation of knowing who God is so that they might be able to walk more faithfully. And I've found that in my life as I understand more fully who God is, when situations come up and things uh, affect me, whether it be a, a quarantine or a pandemic or, or not being able to see friends for a period of time, whatever it is, uh, a death in the family, whatever it may be, I know that when I know who God is, when I know what's true in his word, that these things don't shake me. And so I'm hoping that this gives you guys a little bit more of a shot in the arm during the week uh, of knowing who God is, of knowing what his word says, and of urging you to pursue him more deeply 
because you can hear a fellow Christian struggling with similar things and, and sharing similar things that he's reading from Scripture. Um, hopefully that is something that this podcast does and benefits my fellow saints in as we wrestle with Scripture. So God's faithfulness. Let's start there. Now that I've ranted at you for about eight minutes about what this podcast might be, let's talk about God's faithfulness. God has been a, a God who has been faithful since before time began, knowing that he would set in motion a universe, creating man in his image, knowing that it would cost his son his life. God has remained faithful and unshaken since time began. Let's, let's look at Deuteronomy 7, uh, verse 9. This is Moses speaking to uh, the people, uh, the Hebrew people who were led out of Egypt as slaves and into the wilderness in Moses' last sermon. This is, this is what he shares. He says this about God. Know therefore that Yahweh your God is God, the faithful God who keeps his covenant and steadfast love with those who love him, keep his commandments to a thousand generations, and he repays to their face those who hate him, by destroying them. He will not be slack with one who hates him. He will repay him to his face. You shall therefore be careful to do the commandment and the statutes and the rules that I command to you today. Uh, God, in this covenantal time period, was a God who kept his word. And he kept his covenant. He held up his end of the bargain. And, and, and for, for some of them, that faithfulness meant judgment. But God was for his people, is for his people. God is a faithful God, he says. He keeps his covenant and his steadfast love for those who love him and keep his commandments. And this is the same God we serve today, consistently faithful. 1 Timothy, um, I'm sorry, 2 Timothy uh, 2 Starting in verse 11, this is what Paul says to Timothy in one of his last letters, one of his more personal letters to him. Um, sharing with him, he says this, This saying is trustworthy, for if we have died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, he will also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. Paul just emphasizing here the faithfulness of God. That even in the midst of people denying God, even in the midst of people being faithless, turning away from God, I often say spitting in his face, that God is a God who remains faithful. Now how does this apply to us? How does this impact us? The, the things that we see in God are things that we ought to imitate. Those, those attributes that that we can imitate as well are things that we should imitate in order to be faithful servants of his and faithful followers of his. And so if we see God being faithful, we also should be faithful. We also should be faithful. And here's what the author of Hebrews says, chapter 12, verse 1. He's just gone through uh, so many people throughout time, people of God who have been faithful. Talked about how how their faith has has shown them to be 
worthy to be called God's children. And he says this in, in chapter 12, verse 1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings to us so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. God is faithful, so we also must be faithful. How does that look? How does your faithfulness look? And this is not a conversation that that I can have broadly and apply it to each one of you 12 hearers. Uh, this is a, a thing that you need to wrestle with on your own. What I can do is I can share with you what my faithfulness looks like on a daily basis. And, and this is something that I struggle with and, and desire to live out and am not perfect at. And I don't ever want to represent myself as being perfect at this or, or close to perfect, but something that I... I desire, simply as a follower of God, to be a faithful person, a faithful believer. And, and every day that looks different for me. Uh, so today, Saturday, uh, day that I'm recording this, this is August 29th, 2020. Today, uh, I was going to record this podcast yesterday. The microphones didn't come in until... Uh, a little bit too late for me to be able to record this. And so for me today, being faithful, one of those things is recording this podcast. Uh, another thing that was being faithful today was working on my car. Uh, my car had some issues recently and uh, spent the morning working on and troubleshooting my vehicle with my dad and, and trying to figure out what exactly happened and went wrong. Not exactly glamorous, but that was a, a area in which I had been called to today. Uh, vocations are areas where we need to be faithful. Places where we are, are set by God. Uh, and, and this looks a lot different for a lot of you. And this is why it's hard, it's hard for me to just pinpoint and say, Hey, for you, listener, for you, Steve, faithfulness looks like reading your Bible and it looks like going to go play sports with all your might. Maybe you don't even play sports. I can't I can't pick it specifically. I, I do know what faithfulness looks like daily for a believer though uh, in some general terms. Uh, I know that faithfulness as a believer means spending time in the Word. Uh, and, and this is a tragedy in, in the modern church is, is people's lack of knowledge about Scripture. People's lack of knowledge about who God is. Um, I, I think that this is the foundation of our faith. And if we don't know this well enough, if we can't have conversations about it because we're not in the Word, uh, we're doing something wrong. Uh, it's like if you were, if you were a doctor and you just decided, you know, I don't, I don't need any education. I don't need to stay up on the latest things. I, I just am a doctor, and that's how I identify. You know, as a Christian, you, you identify as a follower of Christ. And so if you are not absorbing his word and trying to eat it up and and be nourished by this bread of life, then we're making a mistake. So faithfulness for the believer means being in his word every day. And uh, quite frankly, the, the excuse of time has often been thrown around in the past. 
Let it fall on you. You lose an hour of sleep. Don't blame other people for your lack of faithfulness when it comes to reading the word. Stay up later. Wake up earlier. Find time during the day. And that's that's the blessing that quarantine has been is that a lack of reading scripture was not due to a lack of time, but a lack of willingness to do it. The other way that we remain faithful uh, during the week is we communicate with God. We're in prayer. Uh, and this is something that aches me sometimes. Is, is I hear people complain about situations in their life and, and not address it with God. God who has opened up communication to him and, and allowed us into this relationship where we can freely and openly communicate with him about what's actually going on in our lives. We've seen this even demonstrated uh, through Jesus, uh, the Son of God, communicating with God about what he's about to endure, about which disciples to pick. Um, he, he shows the disciples how to pray, and he gives them this general way to pray, and in that general way, he shares requests. Give us today our daily bread. Deliver us from evil. Be in prayer. Don't be complaining to people about your life situations. Go to God with it. And now sometimes you do need to share your life situations with a fellow believer, which is uh, the third way to be faithful, I believe, in a general sense, is to have good, solid fellowship with other believers. Uh, and this, this looks different for a lot of people. Here's what good, solid fellowship isn't. It isn't me jumping on a video game and streaming and playing a video game with somebody else for two hours just because I want to play a video game and we both happen to be Christians. Now, you, you can use your video games for the kingdom. You can use that. Um, and you can be faithful in playing video games. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that oftentimes we, we seem to label fellowship as I'm a Christian, you're a Christian, and we're hanging out. That's fellowship. I think the fellowship has a deeper sense where we, we talk about real things, uh, where we bear each other's burdens, where we point each other back to scripture, and we call each other out on sin. I think that fellowship with other believers, it's a deep sense of communication, a deep sense of openness, and a rootedness in God's word pointing back to him as our hope. I think that, that oftentimes fellowship um, is overlooked in the life of the believer. Uh, I think even as Americans, we can just paint ourselves as like, we are able to do it all on our own. We're able to lift ourselves up by our bootstraps and, and achieve what we want to by ourselves. And, and that's just not at all what I see in the New Testament when it comes to the community of believers. We are designed to be in a community. We have been set up as brothers and sisters. We are called the family of God. So faithfulness looks like caring for your fellow believers, communicating with them, praying for them. Um, do you know what your fellow believers need prayer for? Just three general broad ways in which we can be faithful every day, be in God's word, be in prayer, be in fellowship with other believers, true, honest, deep fellowship with other believers. 
Um, and then there, there's so many other ways in which we can be faithful. I mentioned vocations briefly earlier. For some of you, your vocation is father, mother. That's one of your vocations. And you can be faithful in that vocation by raising children to love the Lord, by showing them patience when they don't deserve it, by being a, a kind and compassionate, slow to anger person, reflecting the character of their God. Uh, I have friends who have, have both just had a kid and, and other friends who are about to have a kid. Um, and there's, there's so many weird things that you consider when that happens or what if you say or do the wrong thing or what if you accidentally give your, your child an attachment disorder or whatever else it may be, there's fears. I know as people begin to parent about what might happen and some of that is warranted. This, the, these children are, are going to see you as the, the first sovereign figure in their life. And, and wrongfully so, but it happens as they, they put on God some of the way that you treat them. So maybe your vocation is reflecting well on God, apologizing for things that you, you did that were wrong. Um, maybe that's part of your vocation there. Some of you, uh, some of you are in, in, in school, and your school is a vocation. Now, it's not your only vocation. You have other areas as well in which you need to be faithful to. And faithfulness in your life does not mean um, I'm just going to do this and ignore other areas. Faithfulness means you're faithful in every vocation in which God has set you up. Uh, so if you're in school and you're ignoring your family, that's not necessarily being faithful. If you're in school and you're not honoring your father and mother, it's not necessarily being faithful. You might be being faithful to your schoolwork, but ignoring your other vocations. So in your vocation of school, are you working with all your might? Are you serving the Lord well with, with what he's placed in front of you? Or are you being lazy with your work? In your vocation of family, maybe you're a younger person and you've been placed in a family with, with older people. How are you being faithful? Are you serving without complaining or grumbling? Are you spending time checking on your family members and, and seeing where their hearts are at? Even if you're younger, how are you being faithful in the family that God has set you in on purpose? And, and this is another area where I believe uh, wrongfully so in many ways we have set up an idol as a church. Um, the family has become an idol in the church where we see you need to be married to have worth or value. And once you're married, you need to have kids to have more value, to be a real adult. And then your focus needs to be all completely on your kids because that's your whole job. I just don't see that in scripture. I see in scripture God telling people that this church body that he's given you is now your family. That you have brothers and sisters for which you're supposed to care for and bear each other's burdens. It doesn't say unless you have a family then then by all means you you can ignore the church. 
No. And so for many people, the, the natural family has become an idol. You have other vocations as well, and, and I don't have time to give you examples of everyone. Some of you play sports, some of you are in music, some of you uh, have different friends and different groups and, and different places in which you go. These are all can all be seen as vocations and places in which God has put you for a purpose and for a reason. Those are all areas in which you need to be faithful. So as a believer, look to every area as an area in which you can you can serve God by reflecting his character back to him being faithful as he has been faithful to us that's all I wanted to talk about today I'm looking forward to next week's episode going to bring on a guest and have a conversation about uh, how things look in our lives as we live out our faith uh, thank you for joining me on this new tour uh, I'm excited I'm excited. Don't expect all the episodes to be this short. This is just the pilot episode. So be prepared for longer 30-minute to hour-long episodes. Uh, can't wait to see how God uses this, how God uses this to shape me, and how God uses this to speak to you. Uh, it's my prayer that the hearers of this would be edified, that they might walk more like Christ in their daily lives and ultimately submit themselves more to Him and to His work. Thanks for joining me. Looking forward to this journey and this process that we are all on. I'm just a fellow believer who's trying to live out my faith just like you.